Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Welcome back to Grassroots Marketing on CannabisRadio.com. And late last year, of course, we had the MGA Business Conference. Didn't even scratch the surface here on Cannabis Radio about how much was being talked about when it comes to the new year 2023 and where things are going. Right now, I'm welcomed by the Chief Operating Officer of Native Roots Cannabis Company, Beth Katarba. Thanks for being with us, Beth. Well, hello, and thank you for having me. Absolutely. So back at MJ Biz, uh, they had talked to various business leaders like yourself about the expected headwinds in the year to come. And I know for me, uh, uh, our companion series, Blunt Business, I talked about various things that I thought would be coming across when it comes to what would happen next year. Number one, first and foremost, I thought legalization from a federal level will not be something that we're going to see in probably the next five years, three to five years. I don't think Congress will have themselves set together to a point, just look at what happened last week with the House of Representatives, that we're not going to see, even though the bills are all set and ready to be put up for a vote, that just waiting for them to get to that, I don't see will happen. And then on top of that, improvements that I'd love to see in the cannabis industry. That's another thing which I can go on for hours when it comes to compliance, when it comes to various issues in that, in that space. But now what I'll ask you about is you mentioned MJ Biz about getting the rights. Uh, well, first of all, you said there was the marijuana. There's a lot of cannabis right now in the market, a lot of yield basically. Yeah. And you saw challenges in getting the right balance of supply and demand. So before this, We've heard a lot about this in Canada, and we know that I've actually coined the term saying that Canada's become the OPEC of Canada's because they needed to find a way to export out to other countries because they had no choice. And without any federal legalization in place, we're only by state by state. Just off the bat, what do you see that can be done to shore up the supply and demand issue? One thing I always talked about was – if there was an interstate issue that could be su- supplied between neighboring states in the meantime. But, you know, Gavin Newsom, actually, uh, Governor of California, actually made a symbolic gesture to say once legalization comes into play, that will happen. But you know, what was being d- discussed now going into the new year? What are some of the things that could handle outweighing that issue of supply and demand to a so, uh, real solution? Right. So, you know, it, it is, and it was interesting at MJ BizCon, this was a very common theme that I heard in talking to my, you know, colleagues and, and listening to the different speakers of, you know, just the demand has um, dipped a bit or stabilized, I guess I, I suggest. Right. We're not seeing the, you know, um, growth that we did in the, the past, but we were all growing to that growth, right? So there is a lot of, of flour and product in the market, obviously, right? 
those prices down. You know, one of the obvious um, things that I've heard discussed in various circles, and I'll speak directly to, to Colorado, sure. is, you know, there are regulator, there are things regulators can do, right, to limit, because we're all given licenses to grow so much. So there's a level of the state trying to level that out a little bit and maybe not grant more plant counts and things like that. Um, but, you know, rather than rely on the state to do that, which I don't 100% agree with, I think the market is going to have to correct itself. Um, and, and it's starting to, right? Like we're, we're not seeing good price per pound, but um, over time, I think we'll see the, the glut get out of the market. And I think the key and the key for us is really to plan for what, how much we need to grow. And we have embarked on um, some projects. We brought in some outside help actually to help us put into place, we call it our sales and operational planning, which is a very traditional concept, except SNOP, we call it. And um, it, it's just a process every month where we really start with forecasting and what do we think is going to happen and how much do we think we are going to be able to sell and then matching that up on the supply side, which is the side I own of growing and, and how do we, you know, moderate what we're growing to match what we think we're going to sell. And obviously, uh, I want to ask, is, is there any way where you feel like, unlike Canada, they obviously have companies that are large scale, large MSOs publicly traded through the Canadian Securities Exchange, or they find ways to be traded in other markets. So they have their shareholders to answer to. But yes. at this moment, with all companies private here in America, do you feel like there's just more of a personal urgency within companies like yours that need to feel like they need to go and make an answer for, for this? And what is it that can be done at this point? You mean for the, those that are publicly traded or? No, no, no. Because there's no publicly traded issue, there's nobody else to answer to, but the own, you know, your own group of uh, just either the investors that have put yes. seed money into your, and what you're doing or the, the management. Yeah, well, I think that, you know, we are in a better position to be able to manage that. And, you know, for years, even internally, it was like, just grow as much as you can, because there was always an outlet for it. But we are able to control that. And we are able to set expectations for what that output needs to be a little bit better. It's been, you know, it's been a lot of education for a lot of us in, in what that means, because, you know, growing less just is not what we've ever tried to do in the time that I, you know, I've been here, but that's, that's really where we're trying to get our head around. And, you know, one of the things is a few less plants, better quality. So we've, we've switched to that and really looked at how we're using the space to, you know, and estimating what that output is going to be. So right. then we can say, hey, you know, it looks like we're going to be overproducing by about 500 pounds a month. That's just an example. That's not a, a real one. And then, you know, what outlets do we have, including wholesale, to try to move it? And I'm not sure that entirely answered your question, but I do think that we are able to make some of those decisions internally as a, you know, an executive team um, right now because we don't have some of those other those other pressures because you know, you, you can sell it within your state. So you have to find, and that's it. So you have to either find outlets for it, really reduce your price um, or grow less. So while we're waiting to see what happens with inflation, obviously the only course of action that can be done, I guess right now, while you're trying to go ahead and forecast demand is you could probably price it out where prices will go up. But 
if there was a way to go and do something where everybody wants to go and talk about compliance, make sure that quality is at such a high level. If the onus is put more on the quality marketed and promoted as such to warrant a higher price in the meantime, is that something that can be considered? Yeah. And actually, you know, that is a, a little bit of the tact that we took, not strictly from the, the pricing perspective, because interestingly, I think cannabis, at least here in Colorado, is one of the um, things that hasn't seen a lot of price increase from the inflation that we've seen everywhere else. In fact, we've, we've seen a lot of pricing pressure. Um, so we we did look at our, our quality because it was something that we felt like we were not you know, doing as well as we, we could. And this was our opportunity to say, hey, we don't need to you know, pump out that many pounds anymore. So let's take a look at how do we focus on quality and quality for us, you know, is the compliance part, but it's also just the quality of the flower itself. So, you know, when you have a few less plants to tend to, you can, you know, you can take care of those plants better. Um, it's, you know, the back end that's processing, it's a little less pressure on them and the flower that's coming through is better. We changed, we actually took some automation out of our process because we felt like it was, um, impacting the product and did a little bit more hand, you know, hand processing in places. And we, you know, we launched actually a whole new line, rebranded our flower product and to, to focus on that, that quality to, you know, continue to bring customers in the door, our loyal customers bring more in and justify, you know, justify that pricing. And, and honestly, you take some of those plants out and you find that, you know, you end up getting, similar yields as well, but just better, better products. So that's been the approach that we've taken. And for, you know, a lot of the reasons that you mentioned so that we can maintain, you know, maintain or improve pricing and stay competitive and get, keep people coming in. Keep and not need to feel like what the other MSOs do out here of having to go and expand other, uh, other States, which right. was such an expansion. It was such a, Honestly, really, it was a, a really aggressive expansion when we know that when I'm saying myself, OK, the expansion is fine. But like, you know, at what point do you say, OK, you have to have this growth cycle, this five, 10 year plan and then waiting for legalization to come in so you can have that coast to coast exposure, that footprint across and you're ready for it, which I understand that part. But with yourself at Native Roots, you stuff to Colorado since yeah, 2010, 20 dispensaries yeah. open. And you're thriving and successful. It's like that's an example in that standard of saying, so why even go through the route of just, you know, be good in the market that you're in? Yeah. And, you know, that introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously. From there, you can customize your design, pick your brand colors, and add blocks. No custom theme or coding required. You'll get content suggestions that you can keep or revise, and with Yoast SEO built in, we automatically help you get found in search engines. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins to an AI-powered help bot, 
Our built-in tools make WordPress wonderful for everyone. Whether you're a beginner or a pro, you can join over 2 million Bluehost users. Go to bluehost.com slash wondersuite. That's bluehost.com slash wondersuite. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today. It's a lot to what we we spoke about. You know, I was on a a panel actually at MJ Vincon, and that gets to kind of a the heart of some of the discussion there was that we have chosen that strategy for native roots to be the best, you know, vertically integrated um, company in Colorado. You know, we looked at expanding to other States a few years ago and it's, it's difficult and it's very expensive and you are at the whims of getting those licenses from those state, um, those States. And then, you know, then they run into snags as well. So we shifted gears a bit and said, hey, let's just be as good as we can be here. Let's continue to try to expand in Colorado. We are, you know, right now in the process of purchasing, you know, a, a license to open a new location. We're always looking at new jurisdictions that are, are coming up. But yes, we have decided to um, stick to Colorado for now, make business as, you know, healthy and profit um profit positive as we can so that we can fund our growth that we're doing now through our cash flow and that's really you know that's been the strategy that that we have gone for as opposed to just trying to expand out of the state and you know do it that way so you just made mention of you were a panelist on an mj biz finance forum uh, back in november on yeah. practical expansion effectively deploying capital to facilitate growth uh, one of the things uh, i would imagine that with the inflation issue we have right now supply and demand being an issue the kind of money that's coming in from investors the the kind of you know venture capitals out there and knowing that in the lame duck session through congress if they yeah. couldn't get the Claim Act passed, they couldn't make adjustments to uh, 280E, they couldn't get anything done with the uh, CAOA, they couldn't even get the Safe Banking Act put into the, the NDA or any other acts or just trying to find a way to push it through even the omnibus uh, spending bill. So if we know Congress can't get anything out there, does that create uh, – will that create a hesitancy by investors to continue to put money into the market? Because there's only so much they could do while they're waiting for that big coast to coast investment. Is there only is there now like a limited amount of, of venture capital of seed funding that's out there now? Yeah, I think they're you know sitting on that panel. That is one of the things that I learned, and and my fellow panelists talked about a little bit. Especially, I I was with a um, a woman just opening in Missouri where they just um, you know opened up REC and the need for that capital to grow and it's real tight. <laughs> And the investors, I think, aren't out there like they used to be. So, you know, we haven't, I don't have experience in having to deal with that because, like I say, we've been self-funding our growth here right. for the last couple of years. But I do think that impacts that because if, you know, if you don't see on the horizon where there's a business model where you can really scale, because it's it's hard to scale where every 
state has different operating rules and regulations and you can't move your products across those lines, you know, you, you end up with how many separate businesses that you're running and you can, you can get them set up to be ready for that. But I think if, if investors and such don't see that, that ending line of when that's going to happen, I, I think it does impact willingness to invest because how long do you wait that out? And I think that's what it comes down to is that with native roots, what you're doing right now by doing a self-sustained by working, working off the cash flow, that you're better set for this kind of this rough period that everybody, every business is going to have right now until we get on the other side when things get a little more bullish. So that's a good thing to know. And that's to be in a standard or a role model that other companies should follow. Listen, I mean, sure, we're all looking to go ahead and get the industry to kind of get to a certain growth spat. All these big you know, MSOs coming into play, a lot of Fortune 500 folks uh, coming into the space and saying, well, we need to grow these companies like big corporations. We need to start getting that, that growth forecast. We need to get hit a certain level. We need to get to all these different measures are going to come in eventually when legalization comes in, where we can be traded on the stock market, all these great things. But inflation comes in and you know, the policymakers are going to slow things down for that. So what do you do in the meantime? Take the native roof, take the native roots model with magic. Well, it's, it's working for us. We feel, we feel pretty good about it. And, you know, a, a key, I think change also that's happened over the last few years is that our customer base has really matured. So for folks that are in newer markets, you know, it might be a little bit different. People are excited, right? It's like, oh, it's legal. We can go get it. As you're legal for a while, your your customers mature as well and what they want matures. And it's not good enough to just, you know, buy and put it out there. And so kind of in addition to being smart and, and funding through our growth, obviously a key to that are our retail sales and our customers and keeping that robust and, you know, the customer experience to drive people into our stores. So that's also been, you know, in addition to just being really disciplined about spend, is focusing on that customer experience and, and creating uh, stores that you know the, that are preferred by our customers in Colorado, and they want to they want to come into our stores, and then we have that brand recognition when you know as things pick up or as we begin to you know want to expand out of the state. Right. If you could ask for something from Washington D.C. right now, if there was anything from the federal level that would really help in the operations level for some in a, in a position like yours to help a company like native roots right now, is there anything you wish that could be passed that, that could come to fruition that would definitely benefit a native roots this year, this, this year as, as we have it, yeah. is there, I mean, any of the bills that you see, what do you think realistically would be something that might come across that would benefit a company like yours? That could be some real relief from the federal level. Yeah, the, you know, the one that has been a tangible, the Safe Banking Act, that yes. was just so incredibly disappointing that, that that fell through because it was, you know, it it was, there was a lot of good feeling that that was going to happen. And, you know, from my perspective, what that does for cannabis companies and, you know, specifically for us, is it just, for one, it's a safety thing that I, I think some people don't necessarily appreciate but being able to bank and um, just the same as other businesses, you know, we have ways that we are able to take debit cards and various things, but to be able to bank and not have those restrictions, to be able to 
like have an online um, store where people can, you know, use a credit card, um, th those types of things, and that we can do business like, you know, every other business in Colorado to me would be immensely helpful to us. So that was really disappointing. And I think that one could, you know, move the needle for a lot, a lot of cannabis um, companies. So that was really, really disappointing that that got squelched. I think there's no immediate legislation on this right now that, that I know of, but you know, the tax right. provisions, the, the 280E tax provisions and how we are able to deduct business expenses, that to me would be second, but that may have to go along with legalization or rescheduling and, and some things that I'm not aware of that are on the table right now. No, and it's the one that would have the most support from the institutional level. Uh, through, through banking system that we definitely wants to have this passed. They want to go and be able to work with, with yes, cannabis companies, no doubt about it. I know that uh, Senator Chuck Schumer put uh, put across as good an effort as possible. So it's not as if the effort wasn't there. And I'm always going to make the point that if I see some of these policymakers, they made the effort. If it was uh, Senator Wyden or Senator Booker and the efforts they made to try to get cannabis some yes. kind of release, I give credit to them. Listen, you tried, but I, I understand this. It can be a tough a spot, but you know there is a bit of there's a lot of roadblocks that come into play because that continued growth, it's going to be difficult. And there's a whole lot of overlying factors going on here. And Beth, I commend what Native Roots is able to do in Colorado and able to continue to sustain. So it's it's going to be a, a very uh, challenging year, no doubt about that. But I, I think everything's going as good as can be. And, and obviously companies, it's going to be really curious to find out how other companies handle this year because – like I said, I don't think federal. There, there's any federal relief. I don't see anything in the horizon that's definite, and I wouldn't yeah. bet on it either. But now it's just a matter of tightening up, yeah, watching your compliance, so you don't have to worry about any kind of yield that's going to get thrown away or any kind of issues where you don't have any quality issues just going on. We can't have that. And on top of that, just the planning idea that you have here, where you're talking about when it comes to being able to go and strategize how much yeah. demand is going to be necessary to handle the supply. If you got to put a little bit of a price hike up there, you're going to have to. It's what's going to have to happen this year. And hopefully things will turn around for next year, but stay the course. Beth Katarba, again, CEO of Native Roots Cannabis Company. Real quickly, I want to just send people over to the website. Uh, give the website to folks and let's really talk quickly about what you have right now going on in terms of flower and terms of product. And for those that want to visit in Colorado or go to the website and learn more about native roots, what should they do? Yeah. Uh, website is native roots dispensary.com. Pretty easy to find. Um, right now we are, um, you know, we have different things going on every month. We have really a focus on our flower. We uh, mentioned this earlier, but we, we branded last year into having a gold label, onyx label, and green label. Mm -hmm. Gold label being more of a boutique level flower, which we were super excited about being able to have. And so, you know, we are focused this year on, um, you know, promoting that in our stores and getting that moving because it is our internal product. We carry third-party complementary products as well. Sure. But getting um, getting that flower moving is a, a priority for us, and that starts as anybody who has dispensaries knows with your bud tenders, getting them on on board and and bought in, and then you know we'll promote different things throughout each month. I think March we'll focus on joints, and so those are the things right. that we have going on. Really trying to elevate our our customer experience, and again, just 
keeping those loyal customers coming in and bringing, bringing new people in the doors all the time. Fantastic. Beth, thanks again for being on with us. Really appreciate you taking time out. Sure thing. It was nice talking with you. Man, that sunset is gorgeous. Grill, patio, sunset. Hard to get better than that. Unless you're browsing Carvana's inventory while you soak it all in. Oh, burger time. So sit back, get comfortable. Carvana's got thousands of cars under $20,000 just waiting for you. I could stay here forever. Carvana, where car buying meets comfort meets convenience. Download the app or visit Carvana.com today.